welcome back to another exciting edition of the Curiosity Dudes podcast. My name's Drew. The Curiosity Dudes. And I just talked over Drew. Yeah. And my name is Jared. And who else do we <laughs> and have if you're watching this visually? Yeah, if you're watching visually, you will see Brian. If you're just listening, you'll hear him say hello. Hello. <laughs> There we go. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Basically, these mics, we want to, like, pretty much kiss them. All right. So. <laughs> Jeez. Get a room. Now, if someone else comes on as a guest, right. they'll be like, oh, I hope you clean those. Oh, yeah. Good call. Well, what's going on, dudes? Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to figure things out. It's snowing out. I mean, there's that. Yeah. It's hecka snowing. Hecka snowing. Oh, yeah, it's coming down. Man. Um, we're recording this on Monday night, and we skipped an episode. Oh. As far as Mondays go. Yes. We've been pretty consistent, and Monday is the release day. Um, but due to circumstances My that fault. none of us could control. It really uh, was. All Brian. of us had, a, had <laughs> a play on it. We were all busy this um, week. Yeah, it was just busy sick um and then that's why drew's there too uh just to yep sick people at home be present at home oh man so this is what we get but this is what 2020 brought us real life this technology yeah that is true like what what if covid had never happened would this even be available like maybe, but maybe not like as fast developed. Right. Oh, yeah. I think we were on track for that, but then it like got really fast. Yeah. Do you think so? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like just like how you see like Zoom came out of nowhere. Like, I mean, it was already a thing, yeah. but it they blew up so fast that even they couldn't even scale fast enough. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. They had some yeah. major issues at, at, at first. Like they, they oh, yeah. not only did they try and scale into like Oracle Cloud, but they they couldn't keep up and they were running it. They didn't have money. Hmm. More money. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's cool about that? Yeah, that so, too is like, you know, they were so successful that it became like a, a verb, you know, like we're going to zoom, you know, yeah. like it, it's, Oh, it did. You yeah. know, kind of yeah. like how, like a, uh, you know, I don't know, Kleenex or crayon or something, you know, it's like mm-hmm. the name of the company is the commonly used, you know, I have a, I have a story about that actually I learned this week if you wanted to already dive yeah, into let's, a let's tangent dive into like a story let's dive into so. a tangent so uh, apparently that is actually like a bad thing in the marketing world you don't want to become the Kleenex you don't want to become Kleenex and you don't want to become Velcro ooh why is that oh interesting Velcro is the example actually is the specific example I don't remember where I heard this at but uh, Velcro actually had to um fight to get their name pulled out of the colloquial or like the, the the vernacular because it got to the point where it they fell outside of copyright law oh copyright law ends when it be, when something becomes that synonymous oh and so so Whoa. they were they were actually they started a marketing campaign to tell people that base, I don't remember exactly what it was. I think they, it's called like hook and loop is what the, what the stuff is oh, actually yeah. called. And then Velcro is the brand. And they were like, huh. it's called, call it hook and loop. Like they actually started like a, a, <laughs> a marketing campaign that oh, that, went, that was telling people to do that. <laughs> so that way they would gain back their rights, their copyrights. Wow. It was. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. 
That was just a little thing I learned. I think I learned it this week. Yeah. And as far as introductions, I totally failed at like <laughs> hyping Brian up, dude. Brian's been my best friend. He's the longest best friend I have. <laughs> I have to call it life and friends. Is he what, yeah, like seven foot? There we go. He's your longest best friend? Like seven foot, seven <laughs> foot three? Boy, do I wish. <laughs> I'm actually one of those pocket men. What? How tall are you? <laughs> five seven. Five seven. <laughs> I'm a short boy. <laughs> pocket I'm, men. I'm Dwayne The Rock and you're Kevin Hart. I'm Kevin Hart. Yeah. Short kings represent. <laughs> short kings, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's pretty fun to have him here with us, and it's fun to be here. And like, he's not one of those like business owner type um, kind of guests, but he's gonna feel a little more like when we brought on um, Brandon. Yeah, like Brandon was such a joy to have on here, and Brian comes from this tech side of things, and he's very smart at what. He does, and uh, his niche, his, really a lot of things you are smart at. <laughs> Sometimes you don't know how to forget it, Right. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like. I'm a collector. <laughs> he collects uh, data. Well, hey, that's what you do. Data collector, yeah. So, Useless info or not. <laughs> so one of the topics I know we want to hit on that we usually hit on all the time is AI, or as my past self called it, Al. Oh, yes. <laughs> right. I thought the I was I, Al. <laughs> I loved that so much. And I, I texted you while I was listening to the episode. I texted you back, Al. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that was funny. So anyways, uh, he would have some really good insights on all that. Or, I don't know, really good thoughts. It'd be yeah. intriguing and interesting. He'll play it off like he doesn't yeah. know anything, but then he'll he'll talk like he knows it. Thanks. <laughs> it's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I listened to those last episodes, I uh, I was just like, I heard, uh, there was a couple episodes ago, I think it was like three or four episodes ago, where you guys really kind of started to dive into AI, and um, I was listening to it, you know, while I was walking, and I was just texting Jared and Drew, I was like, you guys, you guys should mention this, you guys should mm-hmm. talk about this, talk about that, and they're like, why don't yeah. you just come on the podcast, and I'm like, oh, so, <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> why real. not, so, like, yeah, I, I wrote wrote down some of the topics just because like I wanted to bring up, you know, some things, um, some topics to kind of like go deeper into the AI conversation. Um, yeah. I truly don't actually know a whole lot more like you'd think I would being in the the um, the server infrastructure, you know, IT space. I'm not like, you know, I mean, I'm in IT, but I'm I'm in, you know, architecture, design um, systems, infrastructure and stuff like that. And uh, so I interact with AI a lot. But I'm certainly not in, I interact with tools that utilize AI a lot, but I don't, I don't have like a, yeah. a huge understanding of it necessarily. I think like, there's a lot more AI than we know. Oh, that's absolutely. Out there. Like absolutely. even on my video editing program, yeah, it's like, there's one. so much AI mm-hmm. it's using to determine like, oh, yeah. this is background noise and this is voice. Like that's just audio. So much software. Even is, like yeah. stabilization when you try to stabilize video, mm-hmm. it's AI. So yeah. there's a lot. So much software is has AI integrated into it nowadays. Um, it's a, uh, it's, it's literally everywhere and you don't even realize it. And it's even like some things that might seem like really small or big tasks or the other way around some things that, you know, uh, seem huge might actually be really simple that they're doing, but I do not actually know a lot of the backside stuff. Like interesting enough, I do also do development. So I'm, I'm a unicorn, uh, in the, in the tech field, you might call me like a <laughs> DevOps engineer. Um, but I do, um, 
or an integration engineer, but I, I do, I do some custom development along with server infrastructure and administration, but the, that's one area there's, there's dedicated hardware for AI processing and, you know, um, machine learning and stuff like that, that I know nothing about yet. Mm. I'm not afraid to admit that it's just not an area that I work for. I work in small business. I work, I don't work in enterprise or like data analytics or stuff like that, where you do start getting into the AI kind of stuff. I would love to get into that because obviously like, it's just the natural expansion of my, my field. But, um, but the business you work in seems large compared to me. (laughs) Like it's like, it seems more enterprise. Like if you Um, were to go and install stuff, you wouldn't look for like prosumer range things right um yeah we're not in the prosumer space definitely we're we're de- we're solidly in the small business small to medium business um so have we, you heard that term drew i haven't prosumer is it between so that, like you know professional you, and consumer i'm guessing mm-hmm. exactly okay yep um yeah that makes sense it's a good word yeah so i mean the, the 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 space i work in is what's called an msp so it's a um a managed services provider Oh, you got to let us guess next time. Oh, sorry. Oops. <laughs> I would have yeah, got it. I yeah, nailed it. Yeah, so I work in a managed service provider, um, which is a very general term, but uh, but I um, my our company's uh, customer base is small to medium medium sized businesses, um, mostly in the KC area, but it can be, and we have plenty outside of that. Um, but uh, we are usually targeting businesses that are, you know mom and pop one, two people up to 200, 300 employee kind of thing. So we're still, we definitely, we definitely have a couple enterprise customers. So yeah. enterprise where you get to the point where you, where company, a single entity is big enough to have the needs of um, like have large server infrastructure needs or um, mm. where you kind of get into the very specialized software category where things get expensive fast like stuff prices start shooting up when you go from small business to enterprise when prices start to shoot up but um i don't know if you can do it in a really quick way and in a really layman's term yeah like to those who like they hear the word server all the time they hear this um maybe even some of the terms you're using um but like, what is that? Like, what's the point of yeah. a server? Mm. Why would a business need that? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, but, but like at the most surface level you yeah. can give. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's definitely something that I do interact with because we have customers who are on the entry level of us, you know, like they barely need a server. That's a lot of our customers. Um, and in fact, a lot of things, a lot of those customers can actually be served now well with, with fully being cloud-based, but a server um, is really like, you know, most people they know how to, they know a Windows desktop, right? They, they use their they use their desktop. Yeah. Um, this one right here, <laughs> so they use their yeah, Windows, Windows desktop. 97. But um, that is a that is a consumer device, right? It's a device that that you consume. Uh, I when I say consumer, I mean it's a device that you use to consume things. It's a client, that's what it's called. So it is it is used to consume services, such as. Um, okay. you know, when you go to your, you go to, you open Chrome or, or edge or whatever, and you go to your web browser and you go in, you, you are going to Facebook. You are a client of Facebook. Facebook is serving services to your client. So that's the server, hmm. right? So, um, a, the, it's a client server relationship. And then that, that's when things go so can you, off the rails. Could you, know, you think of it in ways of like, um, you're at a restaurant and there's a server. Can you kind of, yeah, sure. Can that analogy work. Yeah. Kind of. Um, so, I mean, like you're the, like, if you're the, you're the client, you're, you're at the, you're at the, um, you're the, you know, 
the patron of the restaurant, you're at your table and the server is kind of like more like the kitchen, I guess more the server and the kitchen are kind of the same, but yeah, if okay. you call the server more like the network. Yeah. So the server who actually comes the part when I'm saying that server as in the <laughs> waiter, waiter, waitress, mm-hmm. server, that's wait staff. They're more like the network getting you to and from the kitchen. Oh, okay. You ask, you ask the waiter or waitress or server, you ask them for, uh, I would like Facebook, please. And they know <laughs> and they, they know wh- the- what kitchen that's in, and they go to the kitchen and grab Facebook and deliver it back to you. That's that's kind of simple. Okay, so say. that's an analogy. Yeah, that I think people might relate yeah. to. Definitely works. But yeah. um, in the in the you know in the space that that you know the customers I work with generally would be um, when someone says what what would you use a server for? What is a, a server? What is a server? Most most of our customers are going to consume some like the baseline uh, baseline. Um, roles that servers provide um and we and we talk from like the windows perspective of servers because there are lots of other there's linux and stuff like that but um windows perspective of servers would be um the base very basic functionality domain internal domain so that would be okay so i've yeah. heard this word domain yeah. a lot yeah what is that yeah. <laughs> so i mean a domain is really just a group right it's just a it's a logical definition of a group of people so like your business is a domain and so your one business can be called a domain. And so if your company, um, you know, Microsoft uses this Contoso is the name of the, is their fake business company name, right? So Contoso, basically they would say Contoso.local. So dot local is your local and then Contoso.com is your public domain. So like you buy a .com, .net, .org, that's a you know public domain. You can also, you also, you know, denote your domain internally by the same kind of thing. Um, so Contoso.local, the way you represent that is with the first basic server role called like Active Directory. And it's a directory where you have a, where all your users are created, where you define user A, B, C, D, and their credentials. You know, you sign in, you grant them either administrative access, you know, user access, stuff like that. Um, so if this is like all the way over your yeah, head, this is, yeah. this is why you hire IT. <laughs> yes. You hire the people that know it and that, you get them to yeah, handle it yeah. because seriously, like, exactly you don't have to know it. Like and we're the curiosity dudes. We're curious, but like sometimes we just hit a wall. Like we're curious and then... <laughs> That's Jared Boom. saying, stop talking about this. <laughs> That's the next way. <laughs> um, I heard a really good so, example. I don't know, like kind of on that line, Jared, like, uh, um, you know, sometimes like people, especially in the small business world, it'll be like, you know, man, like, why do you charge so much? So like, okay, well, I'll give you use an example, Jared. Someone might come to you and be like, man, like color grading my video might be really nice for my company, but like, man, I, I can't afford that. Why would I spend so much money for you to click a little bit? But the idea and this blew my mind because I'm not in this world at all, is you're not paying, you know, a lot of money for like a few clicks of a button. You're paying for the thousands and of hours of experience and practice that you have the expertise because you can do it in like five minutes or 10 minutes. Or I'm exaggerating. Yeah. And I think that's a really good kind of analogy, you know, for like what Brian's saying. It's like, man, take all the money because yeah. there's no way I could ever study and do this on my own, you know, like. I'd rather just pay you guys and yeah. have you figure it out. I mean, the amount of groundwork it takes and, and that, so that's actually like a big thing that I, that I do at my company is statements of work is, is, you know, a company, company comes with, comes to us with a problem. They're like, Hey, we need, you know, a big one right now is multi-factor authentication, right? Mm. So like, Oh yeah, we talked about this a little <laughs> bit. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing so many, so many, a big thing of cyber insurance that's another big one. Cyber insurance, they are getting incredibly strict every single renewal year 
they are like ratcheting down the requirements. They say you have to meet these requirements to be insurable. And so they're forcing small businesses to take on, you know, multi-factor authentication, stuff like that. And, um, some security best practices and stuff like that. And so you kind of have, you really have to keep up. You really have to keep mm. up because you're going to request, you know, request cyber insurance. And then they're going to hand you back this, this packet of, you have to meet every single one of these controls. And then, uh, you know, how do you execute that if you don't have a, a technology partner and, um, mm. the technology partner like us, we have all that experience and we've done all this so much that you just come to us with, here's this, here's my requirements. And we can write up a statement of work that says, here's where you're at. Here's how you get here. Here's how many hours it's going to take. Here's how much licensing you need to purchase. Here's yeah. what software you need to purchase. Here's all the different things. And then here's the phases we're going to take you through to get you there. That's, that's, just that's the, the core of, of what like, I do. Yeah. yeah. That's just the beauty of outsourcing. Mm. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, if you could buy time, would you? Mm. Yeah. I think time is actually one yeah. of the greatest assets. Yeah. And so, yeah, go just time go outsource. Important. You're literally buying time because if you're going to try and wear that hat, there's so much research How, just to, to get at a that base talent. level. You have to acquire that talent. If you're not going to like if if you are not going to outsource it, which there are plenty of scenarios, you know, you know, I'm going to be, I'm, I'm an outsource company. So I work for an outsource company. So like that, I'm going to be like, yeah, outsource it. But you know, there's, there's a, there's a line where it doesn't make sense anymore. And you know, like inner big enterprise, I mean, it doesn't always work. And, and a lot of times you have a big enough enterprise that everything is money wise. It makes sense to be fully specialized in house, you know, but, right. um, but, but you have to hire someone to acquire that talent. You have to hire someone to manage yeah. and acquire that talent then. And, and I just heard today that like crazy. talent is like one of the biggest oh. assets too oh, for like, it's, it's, it can it's be hard so to find even. people with talent. Yeah. That's our big, that's a it, big issue. Too. It's like one of the greatest uh, thing on your resume. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's if you crazy. can portray that on a resume. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, so that's a big thing is that just, you know, just um, either, you outsource it to, to a firm that knows all this information, has all this information already, or has all this experience and just say, get me from point A to point B, or you have to find, you have to, you have to learn about what all you need. You have to learn what you're looking for, hire someone, build them up, empower them. And then, then yeah. ask them, get me from here to there. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense time-wise, like yeah. you said, even so. Hmm. Yeah. So speaking of time, we're going to have little time today. <laughs> and so, Drew, why don't you go ahead and start the interrogation to Brian Ooh. with our normal questions that we always ask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Remember? Oh, I do. But just end on AI and let, we'll launch into it. Okay. So, you know, so we'll hang on AI at the end. All right. So yeah. the first line of questioning is we always like to know from our guests um what is your favorite batman. piece of batman oh, no. media yeah, batman. so i'm gonna cast a wide net there and then also including in that who is your favorite um batman actor you could also switch it up you know like your favorite batman favorite bruce wayne if you want to go that route yeah. i'll leave that up to you yeah. but uh, we would love to know brian okay all right so I'm going to preface this by saying I actually don't have a lot of opinions on Batman, but I do have a lot to talk about. Um, <laughs> so, so like, so like I, I had heard you guys ask this question a few times and I don't have, let's put it this way. I don't have strong feelings about Batman. Like I don't, 
like when a new Batman movie comes out, I'm like, all right, you know, mm-hmm. and like, you know, through the years, any, I, you've never seen me like excited about Batman. Right? <laughs> no, like, right. So like, like, I mean, I sure enjoy it. Like, I mean, you have to get over that initial like yeah. hump. Cause we be talked like, about the Batman. Yeah. I remember talking about I it. I can't even remember it. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, I, I watched it, like I watched it and I enjoyed it, but it's not, it doesn't stick with me. It doesn't, it's not like other like franchises or whatever that I really, I really enjoy. I'm entertained. I appreciate it. I like it. It's just not like sure. something I'm like really tied to, but, um, I will say I did not start Batman until I was a kid. I did not go. I started where I started and I never went backwards. Mm. All right. So I only, so I started with, Batman and Robin. Okay. And I had, oh, okay. So I had zero problems before. with it. That's the, this is a very controversial opinion. I'm sure if I rewatched it nowadays, I would be like, okay, it does not hold but up. we should rewatch it together. Then there you go. That would be good. That would be awesome. But I keep saying, I, I did to. not know it was so hated <laughs> until like the last five years when people started making fun of it. I'm like, what? That's my favorite Batman. They're like, what? I'm just like, yeah, like I thought it was great. But then, you know, I start learning about it, you know, all like the nipples, like that whole thing. (laughs) I do. I like, I saw that now. Like I look back, I'm like, oh yeah, that is weird. But you know, I had zero problems with it. Also had a huge crush on Uma Thurman as, uh, as poison Poison Ivy. I mean, yeah. Um, but so like that, that was that. Oh, and Batgirl, Alicia Silverstone. Mm. That was good. Um, so, uh, or Batwoman, I guess she was Batwoman, but I don't know if I don't think that was Batgirl. Yeah. But, um, that was Barbara, Barbara, Gordon, Barbara Gordon, Commissioner Gordon. I believe. Yeah. I, yeah. I believe oh, that was it? Barbara okay. Gordon. Um, so, um, so would you say movies then for your, like what kind of media would be movies? No, actually I've got another, another oh, okay. thing to bring up here. Ah. So real quick though, I want to, I want to appreciate the the bat costumes in Batman and Robin, it was the most diverse. Be not not you, you know what I mean. So diverse as in they had silver and blue. Mm. So for Batman, Robins, no, like so they had different accents and stuff like that. So like the so like there was a there, later in the in the movie when all three of them were like in their suits, there was a whole scene where they had like where all the accents were silver. Mm. So like the bat was silver on his chest and like there was like some of his that's armor right. was silver and stuff like that. It was very different. And I was mm. like, hey, that's cool. Like it just looked really cool. Um, and I be- and I believe Robin what had red mm-hmm. and silver, and then like bat Batwoman had blue and silver. Uh, something along, something along those lines. It's a but, very um, colorful movie, just in general. Like the colors oh, yeah, are yeah, all that's over true. the place. It's like with Poison Ivy and mm-hmm. yeah, and like Bane, like with his uh, with his his whatever that stuff yep. is, like the the liquid yep. or whatever that is all bright yellow mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, you're mm-hmm. right. And then Mister Freeze was very blue and stuff like that. And then of course Poison Ivy's crazy colors. But yeah. you're right. Yeah, that's something I didn't really notice. Um, but yeah, so I I I still I still ha- has that has a place in my heart. That movie does. Like it's it's. 
I don't care if it's cheesy, uh, but it's probably VHS, right? We all it was had VHS. It on VHS, right? Full, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, it was VHS. I don't think it was on DVD, was it? I still remember Maybe the cover later. of it because all the all the people are in a yeah. circle around it. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, see, that's why I, it seemed like a good one. You would pick it based yeah. on the cover. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. I said yeah. That on one of the past ones. It was a colorful cover too. Yeah. I I also for the longest time I thought that movie was called for Batman. The longest the, time. I thought that was called. Sorry, no. I thought that was that movie was called Batman the Motion Picture. Oh. I swore it was because you think it's a man. My I don't know or it or it was a it was maybe released as Batman the motion picture and later renamed Batman and Robin. I don't know, but I I never ever in my, as my as a child they do that. Do I remember it being called Batman and Robin? I do not. What if you had like an international version? Ooh, I don't know, maybe because hmm. they'll retitle it or um remember that uh, an underrated movie that we both really love. Watch oh, this yeah. face, mm. Edge of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tom Cruise! So That's a good. good one. It's yes. Yeah. Uh, it's Emily Blunt. <laughs> <laughs> She's the star of that show. But it's really good. But they so changed good. the name. Yeah, live, die, repeat. live, die, repeat. Mm-hmm. It was like a, it was actually one of the. It's it was like Edge of Tomorrow, the, and then when it released, it had to be Live, Die, Repeat. But now they've circled it, back. Or no, something. it was internationally. Internationally, it was known as Live, Die, Repeat. And oh. then it was that's the original name. And then it it was that way until it came to the United States. But it was it was it was like like uh, what's the word initially teased and like the initial presentation in the U.S. was live die repeat. But then it kind of dropped off the map for a little while and then came back as Edge of Tomorrow. And so it was one of the it was one of the worst marketing flops oh. of a movie. And so. So that but when I bought it on iTunes, it said live, die, repeat. Interesting. Because yeah. I, I know but now that, it that says was edge of tomorrow. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So I know it was it, that's that that remained the international name. OK. And see yeah. what but I saw, I, a, I saw that movie in theaters. I, I, I feel like I remember the poster said the movie was edge of tomorrow. But like the tagline was like, like the live, slogan. Die, repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep, definitely. Which is cool. Yeah. And Live Die Repeat's a terrible name for that movie. Yeah. I mean, it I, I mean explains, it's, it's too on the nose. I mean, yeah. If it was on shampoo, that would be cool. It's way too on the nose. <laughs> Wash rinse repeat. I think <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Edge of Tomorrow is not a great name in it's my opinion. It's a little bland, movie, but, but yeah. But. I, I think that I like them together though. Like But if you yeah. think of it uh if you think of it like the edge, like edge is a cool word. Yes, that's why they was and then edgy. Edge of tomorrow. It's it literally edgy. is edgy. You're always you're always on the edge of tomorrow rather I'm than on the edge. Yeah. rather than the comfortable land of tomorrow. Lady Gaga reference. Or the beach it. of tomorrow. Yeah. Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. Uh, oh my gosh. That's a good movie uh, though, yeah. you guys. So, I feel so like anyway, people don't talk about that movie. Oh, very it's much. so good. That movie was awesome. So well, then, good. It's because it was a marketing flop. It was literally all the marketing. Because I mean, a ton of movies. Sorry. A vast chunk of their drew. Oh, their budget. Drew. I'm just like squirming over here. Don't, don't show us there anything inappropriate. <laughs> okay, so he like. Are you wearing pants? Okay. <laughs> if you're just listening, like Sorry. he's on camera and he just covered the lens. Sorry, I'm just um, scooching around over here. I adore that movie though. It is so Wait, good. Which one? Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. No, no, he means live die one, because it <laughs> Sorry. Bad yes. Um, <laughs> one big thing I like about it is the um art direction was outstanding yeah. for that movie. For like all of it was well, I think. Yeah. I mean, so like the way that the the way that the CGI artist or the visual effects artist brought to life the the aliens and, and like it's not 
it's what is it like a 2013 2012 movie it's it might even be older than that it's not super new it's definitely like 10 years old or so but it has some outstanding cgi especially around the the um the scene uh where he like drops in out of the when he gets like first thrown into the situation into the into the war it's hmm. kind of like a kind of like a normandy uh, D-Day kind of thing. Oh yeah. It's very, very right. reminiscent of like saving private Ryan kind of thing. Um, that is an, an outstanding scene and it's, it's a really long scene and both you get to see him dropping in, you get to see these crazy explosions and like these, this amazing sound design. And like, he like drops out of this plane, out of this, the aircraft and there's like stuff flying by him and he's spinning and like, there's crazy sound effects and all stuff. But then as it progresses through, not only is it that, but then it gets to the point where you actually see the aliens and they are so cool looking. Like they're Mm. so animated and like aggressive and they, they literally scare the crap out of you. Just like when you first see them, you're like, what in the world because they like shriek and like you know yeah jump around it's like that it's crazy i i don't know i think that movie is incredibly underrated and it's definitely so i guess if you're i didn't even think about this till now but if you're listening and we're just talking about the movie because we've all seen it yeah but you didn't even get like a a run through of what the movie is it's an action um i guess you would throw in mystery it's definitely sci-fi yeah mystery um there's a thriller to it because, mm-hmm. you know, they're always trying to figure it out. And uh, romance. It's one of those movies like Groundhog Day where it mm-hmm. repeats itself. And so he's trying to unravel that mm-hmm. and navigate through it. But it like throw a war in that. Like what yeah. if you were alien invasion? Yeah. Alien invasion, a war for all of mankind. And you're just thrown into the middle of that. You live, you die, and then you repeat. Uh-oh. Yeah. If you, you die, if <laughs> if you die, well, it's not even that you. Well, that spoils the movie. What? Why what you were about to why, say? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Then don't. So yeah, no, that kind of spoils the root of the movie. Man. Whoopsies. But yeah, uh, just because it's yeah, so it's underrated, so I bet there's a lot of people. Yeah. I honestly forgot so the, big, the, the big beats of it. Like I, I saw it once it's, in theaters, and I haven't yeah. seen it again. I remember liking it. I just never. So good. So I really don't remember what happened. Time to watch it again. Yep. That means it's time to I watch know. again. Right. I wonder if I can send it to you on Screen Pass. Yeah. Yeah. I I really appreciate the movie talk on on this podcast because I get uh things to write down. Like I write down things as nice. I listen to you guys and um and so like I mean like the conjuring Brandon Brown. Oh, yeah. Those were on HBO I Max it, I saw. It. I need to start watching those. Mhm. Yeah. Um I haven't moved on past the first one yet because I don't know if it's worth the investment. <laughs> um because as soon as you start breaking into the twos and threes of movies, I know that they can get like the quality can like drop sometimes, accurate. but um, yeah, especially with scary movies. Mm-hmm. Scary movies, you never know; they can really drop off. Yeah. But um, it was Conjuring, and then um, I added Malignant. Oh yeah, that was I haven't fun. seen it yet, but <laughs> that was your suggestion. Um, and then I added Megan, that you mentioned. Oh, that's coming out to oh, theaters, um, like January. Yeah, or something? I w- I'm just saying, I want to watch it. Yes. Like write Definitely it down. Can I remember to watch yeah. it? Um. We just watched Smile. Yeah, Smile. Man. I was say Smile's on the list. I didn't know if I was going to bring it up just yet. Drew hasn't seen it. Uh, you talk about it. Uh, we're going to like that. I'm going to watch it when it comes out. 
on streaming. Yeah, that one's deserving of a podcast. Top, top like, five scary Interesting. That's so yeah. cool to hear because so I don't know. When I first saw the preview, I, I thought like it might just be kind of a forgettable, you know, but it's good mm-hmm. to hear. Like it got, I mean, it stayed in the box. And it does seem time. that way. It's good to hear. Mm-hmm. It does seem that way. And they did it on purpose, but like they can't reveal so much of right. the movie without it spoiling mm-hmm. the movie. So they were trying to play that like trailer sure. thing. Yeah, they tried to go the viral marketing route. They tried to go the viral, which was viral. cool. I thought that was, and they, they oh, they did, did yeah, yeah, with the smile behind that the made me more interested. Royals games or like not just Royals games, funny. but MLB yeah. games. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely one of those where it's, it's absolutely worth it. Now, I am no, don't, I don't have a, I don't have a movie credentials. I'm not like I like a lot of stuff that a lot of people hate. Uh, movie me wise, too. yeah, we I guess we do. Like, so, I mean, <laughs> so like, uh, so just because I say it's amazing doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't mean believe it. But <laughs> but there was four of us dudes, and we all said it was outstanding. Yeah, there were four of us guys I don't screaming like saying. little girls in the movie. <laughs> <And then theater. laughs> there, we might have all screamed at one point or another. Oh, sweet, <laughs> there there's a couple jump scares in that that were like, okay, you got me. That oh, was good. Cool. <laughs> like, no, it's not a jump scare. No, movie. that's right. Wink. Wink. Someone well now you gotta share that. Just real quick. Oh. Are we gonna I can share it when we just dive in more. Well we can reshare it. Okay, we'll reshare it. All right. Well, so I got I got bamboozled. All right. I got hoodwinked. Um (laughs) so (laughs) I learned another word this week and I can't remember what it is. Dang it. No, um, so uh I was going through the drive thru at Dutch Brothers. Uh great Mm. place. I know you guys like them. Um, so uh, I was going through the drive-thru, and I think they train their employees to, uh, you know, chit-chat oh, at the window. Yeah. Either that or they're always flirting with me, which I don't well, think I so. mean, sorry. They um, never talk to me. They're always uh, I think cool. they're <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah, they uh, they were the, – the lady at the window was like, well, so what are you doing today? And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to see a movie. And she was like, oh, what? What one? And I was like, smile. And she was like, oh. And I was like, what? Is it good? Is that bad or what? And she's like, she's like, it's just not what you think it is. It's uh, it's not really a scary movie. It's not a jump scare kind of movie. It's more like a psychological thriller. I was like, oh, okay. I figured it'd be more of a mm-hmm. jump scare, scary movie. All right. And then uh, the other lady – making the making my drink came up and handed her a drink it was like she's it's like he's seeing smile today and she's like oh yeah it's not what you think it is it's not a, it's not a jump scare movie i was like oh okay all right well so i got two people telling me this <laughs> and then we go into this movie and it is specifically a jump scare movie and it is very yeah. good at jump scares yeah there's, we, so there's like, some jump scares that you know like you know, like, like paranormal activity there's yeah, you always can tell. The swell, the music swell. Maybe before. it was good the first time, but then you catch on the pattern. Yeah, I didn't find a pattern. I didn't find like a way to tell when a jump scare is about to happen on this movie. It was there was a lot of really good jump scares, and yeah. I was just like, "Who? What? I got bamboozled! <laughs> like, what the heck?" Yeah, so that's pretty funny that yeah, they both I, trolled I, you. I was, yes, I was, but but it made it better. It That's did. the best part because I told it to Jared and Zed. It's like it's more of a psychological Trent. thriller. And I told it to all the guys we went with, and I, so I got everyone. Is. I got everyone's uh, everyone off That's guard. Awesome. <laughs> so, 
Good I don't for, know if that's why we, we were in the back of the theater too. I don't mm-hmm. know if that matters because we were there was there's two there's one slightly, other group in the theater slightly less immersed with the audio. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's a fun question. Just real mm. quick, Drew, where do you sit when you go to the movie theater? Oh, you know, I, what's your um, go to? If, if I if no seats are taken, if no seats are taken, I probably go. It depends on how big the theater is, but like let's just say like an average mid-sized theater, I probably go all the way to the top. I guess you're right up front, all the way to the top, <laughs> all the way to the middle. See? Against the yeah. wall. Uh, That's where we were. I, me and Brian uh, both agree that like we want to be middle middle. Sure. Right? Yeah. Dead center. Middle middle or center. Or just beca- past, just just back from middle also yeah, works. Yeah, that can work too. It's just like you want to be. Also depends on the theater. Where the audio is still behind you. Right. Mm. <laughs> that was the big thing. As soon as we sat down in there, I was like, Jared, you let them pick. Because I went to the bathroom or something. I was like, you let them pick the seats. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't even I thinking walked away of it. I because like, I trusted you. Well, I was like, hey, <laughs> I was like, hey, no kids will throw popcorn at us. Though. Yeah, I just yeah. I, I like being able but to see everyone in front of me, like knowing that there's nobody. You know, I don't know. It's not like that big of a deal. Hmm. Maybe with a scary well, movie, I feel like I'm more in control <laughs> if I have nothing behind me. Oh yeah, Back like no one's wall. gonna thump That's your right. ear, like Ooh. or anything. That's right. Well, I stood up at the end and you can clearly see in the projector window and I was like, that would be creepy if someone was just smiling right there at the end of the movie. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Because they know, know the movie. You know they know it. And they know the ending time. Yeah. They could easily just go in there and I don't know if any employee can go in there if they have to qualify for yeah. whatever. I don't know. But, I pretend like I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would if anybody works at the movie theater and that movie is still showing anywhere. <laughs> We talk to Cody. We can ask Cody. Invite Cody on the podcast. He has lots of movie theater stories. Does he? Oh, he, he worked. There I'm surprised, Jared, that oh, you I never worked that. for a movie theater. Like being into. I would have loved yeah. to, but movie since I worked in Pleasant Hill, or I lived in Pleasant Hill, if anyone uh, knows that, that's close. listening, it was a small town, and I had like the, I had an entry car, <laughs> like a, I'm a teenager. This sure. is my car. Kind of car, sense. and I didn't want to drive it like real far for work. Um, even though Brian did, <laughs> Brian got into work quick, and then you were all the way in Lee Summit, mm-hmm. so he would drive twenty minutes. Yeah, I worked. But, I worked my first four jobs in the same shopping center. Nice. <laughs> I didn't realize that until I graduated college. And then he worked <laughs> at Pizza Hut with me. Yeah, I was the kingpin of our Pleasant Hill Pizza. Hut. <laughs> that was that was the good good time. <laughs> Good uh, 85 days. Yeah, because it was like, what, 90 days and I get a bonus for referring him? I worked there for like 85 days. And then he found a better job and it was like. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. I will always hold on to that. Well, hey, um, let's wrap this up and then we're going to go into our next one. So, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if this conversation feels like it needs to continue, then subscribe because the next one is going to be part two of this conversation and anything that was unsaid will get said or it won't yeah. get said because we continue to chase rabbits down a <laughs> hole. <It's> accurate. <laughs> but Brian will be here with us. Uh, Drew's going to be on the call and we're just going to continue on. So be sure to like and subscribe. Anything else that you wanted to say? Drew. We'll see you next week on another episode of The Curiosity. 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 <laughs> We're so good at timing. <laughs>
This is the Kill Free Attitude. Oh.